Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Over the Christmas period, well, the New Year's Eve countdown show, to be exact, uh, they ran a sketch from the Waterford Whispers. Now, many people would be familiar with the Waterford Whisper. Uh, it, it's normally online and you can read it. And I find it actually hilariously funny sometimes. Some of it's not funny at all, actually, but a lot of it is funny. They take, generally take the piss out of the news and they make up their own version of the news that normally it's so ridiculous that you'd know it's not actually true. Uh, but anyway, this particular sketch, which was a visual sketch, obviously, at RTE, and uh, it basically... Um, Angus uh, McGuina, who is the newsreader, well, ex-newsreader in RTE, read out this particular news as if it was news, but it was a sketch, remember it's a satirical sketch, that God had been arrested for sexual harassment scandals, essentially accusing God of raping Mary or impregnating her without her consent. Now, of course, Christians around the country were deeply offended by this, so much so that in Mass the other day as well, I know the priest announced that everybody should boycott RTE, not pay their television licence, and complained to the Broadcasting Authority and RTE, because RTE at that stage hadn't even apologised. RTE have now apologised, but... They're not taking it down from the RT player. They said they will put a warning on it, saying that it may be offensive to certain members of the community, but they're not taking it down. Now, I know Pader Tobin from Ain2 had set up a petition online, and he joins me uh, on the air. Pader, good afternoon. Good evening to you. Good afternoon to you. Uh, and oh, did I say good evening? That's how confused <laughs> I'm getting. Sorry, but Happy New Year to you, Pader. Although, I don't know, it's very awkward to say Happy New Year to people at the moment, isn't it? Because it's pretty miserable, isn't it? I really? know. It's incredible. Everybody expected that 2021 would be would be new and yet we find it's, it's deja vu we're back in exactly the same place yeah, as we I, were last March the famous the famous words last March it'll be only two weeks yeah sure yeah, here, That's we it. here we are but I mean look getting back to this Pater, you know, we agree on most things. And, and I'm an atheist, by the way, right? I, sure. I'm a self-confessed atheist. I wouldn't do this because I would have a little bit of respect for people who have religious beliefs. I don't have to respect their religion, but I respect the people. Um, now, I have at times, had a little bit of a bash at religion. Um, normally, I would question things rather than kind of just insult it for the sake of insulting it. I wouldn't have done this. I think it is hugely insulting, but the argument is it's satire. Yeah, so the first thing is, Aintu is a pluralist political party. So we have, our members are Catholic, they're Protestant, they're Jewish, they're Muslim, they're atheist, they're agnostic, um, you know, we we have a very broad range of people who are members of Aintu. Secondly, we want a pluralist republic, so the Republic of Wolf Tone, and that's where Catholic, Protestants, and dissenters can all be who they are to their full extent and not have to hide who they are uh, and still get along with respect for each other. Um, we need to have a society where people don't have to hide, don't have to go back into the closet, uh, you know, can be full citizens um, in, in, in every single way. So that's the important thing. Secondly, I will say is that no organization in this country should be immune from satire, from parody, and from criticism uh, in relation to their actions and what they do. And we believe also in freedom of speech. Uh, and, but in all of those freedoms, there is a responsibility as well uh, mm -hmm. on individuals. I accept and that. So in this situation, we had... Uh, RTE, which is the state broadcaster, which has a probably a bigger responsibility than anybody else, um, because it's funded by the people, you know, the citizens who are watching it, uh, produce a particularly crass uh, piece of uh, 
comedy in inverted commas. Yeah, well, um, actually, I didn't even think it was that funny, to be honest. Exactly. With you, a lot of it was, was just falling, you know, flat all the time. It was, it was poor quality stuff. So, but the, the, the issue here was that, obviously, uh, a joke was made around uh, God essentially being a, a rapist, the Christian God being a rapist. And now, for those who didn't see it, by the way, it was visual. There was a Garda a video of a Garda Shea you know, jostling God, the man in the white cloak and a beard, into court. Uh, yeah, that was the kind of video that they showed. Yeah, yeah so, so making, caricaturing anybody as a rapist is a phenomenally strong, very, very... Uh, uh, dodgy thing to be doing yeah, to but be it's a, but it's a ma- when you say anybody it's a matter of opinion as to whether he exists for sure uh, yeah. for some people I'm, I'm sure they believe he doesn't and for, sh- for a lot of people they, it, it, people they believe he does exist so it, I mean if it was a caricature of Pater Tobin of course but well, that's defamation absolutely and, and that would be that would certainly be completely out of order no matter how satirical it might be now, but, but my, this, my, is a, this is a, a character who in some people's eyes is the one and only God in other people's eyes is a fictitious character for sure so wh- whichever way you view this um, the, the point of the matter is throwing an allegation that an individual or at least the centre of a faith is a rapist is a very very uh, um, dangerous thing to do, and I honestly don't believe that RT would have done the same if it were Allah, if it were Krishna, if it were the. Uh, absolutely, but you, you could know. be absolutely sure they wouldn't have, because you, we all know the circumstances and what would follow on from that. A, a political bomb would go off in in in, in Leinster House. All of the the woke political parties would be jumping up and down. You know, uh, with regards, uh, if they did those things, so you know. But I mean, so- a- Eamon Ryan, or not Eamon Ryan, should I say the Archbishop Dermot Martin said, oh, Eamon Ryan, <laughs> Archbishop Dermot Dier- Martin said that this was blasphemy. Now, it's not blasphemy because there is no blasphemy laws anymore. Well, well it's, morally, it's blasphemy, I it's, suppose. It's blasphemy in, in in the eyes of the church and in the eyes of, of people who are are of that faith. Um, and like the the first thing is, freedom of speech is important, but also taking responsibility. Uh, for for your freedom of speech is also very important as well, and um, this was a a very crass, needless um, thing to do, and 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 also making jokes about rape, giving that rape and you know sexual abuse and sexual crime is so prevalent in in our society that it's on the increase, and that it's so very serious. Is, is a very, very And, and, I, and I get that pattern, but let, let me give you an example. I only watched uh, a show on Channel 5, actually, over the Christmas. It was very funny. It was on for two hours, and it was, uh, it was called X-Rated Comedy, right? And it was all our favourite comedians and all the kind of, the, 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 the times they went over the edge, so to speak. Now, uh, one of my favourite comedians is Jimmy Carr. I don't know whether you're familiar with him. I think, yeah. I think the man is hilarious. He's a wordsmith. He's a very clever comedian. But Jimmy Carr has made, uh, you know, some of his most famous sketches are about rape, abortion, dis- disabilities, and he described before that the reason he does that and he, the reason he believes it's okay to do that in comedy or satire is that we need to question things. And he said, if it's a way of making something uncomfortable, make people laugh so they can question and see things logically, it's a good thing. Well, well first of all, as I said earlier, I don't believe that any organization should be immune from some level of critique and satire and questioning. Absolutely. The problem I have with this is, and there's a context to this, I, I did about uh, 50 public meetings around the country and uh, before the lockdown, in the 12 months up to the lockdown, about 10,000 people came to those meetings. And I was actually struck by how many people who attended those meetings put their hand up and said, listen, Pater, you know, I'm a practicing uh, Catholic or I'm a practicing Protestant. And to be honest, in today's environment, I keep my head down. I, I don't mention my faith in the public sphere anymore. You know, in the pub or at the sports club or at work, you know, I don't say I go to Mass anymore. Uh, reason being is because there's a chill in the air in relation to that. Uh, people were saying that, you know, many in the establishment media were just, you know, there was the, a casual flow of continuous 
uh, anti-Christian or anti-Catholic, um, you know, uh, criticism, which basically were making people feel that they had to hide themselves. And I, this struck me because, you know, we have just taken, you know, groups like uh, the, the LGBT community out of the closet who were there for, for, for hundreds of years previously. And we, the society believes it's in this very, very liberal space. And yet there was a section of society who were believed they're being pushed back into the closet. And for me, that was very much against the whole idea of an open pluralist society where everybody could feel that they have a right to be here and but, they don't but have to hide it, But Padre, is it fair to say it's hard for everybody to feel that way and everybody to be happy with everything that's said? Because realistically, you're always going to offend some people, no matter what we talk about. There are people who are going to disagree with it. There are people who are going to be a little bit offended by certain things even that I do, that I talk about. I mean, I'm sure there are people, many people who don't, disagree, who don't agree with me all the time. But that's part of life. That okay, we have, well, to, we have to accept that, other fine. people's if, views on comedy, be it comedy sure. or other people's opinions. But now, if, if the yardstick is that everybody should be open to this type of comedy sketch, well then it should be open to everybody, but it's not. You and I agreed in the, in the first half of this interview that it wouldn't be done if it was, if it was Islam. If yes. it was Islam or the Hindu religion <clears throat> or you know, um, uh, the Buddhist yeah, religion. But yeah, but, Christ- yeah but, but Christianity would be the main religion in this country, so it that's would, the one that gets but, picked but, but on. I mean, I mean, did you, I mean, Potter, can I ask you, did you have a problem, say, ever with Father's Head? Well, you know, I would have thought the Father Ted was very, very funny uh, in, in, in much of its uh, humour. A lot of it was a little bit slapstick as well, to be honest. Uh, so I wouldn't have been a, a massive fan of Father Ted. But the point I'm trying to say to you here, Niall, is if it's only for one section of society, well, then it's a, it is a, it's discriminatory. It's literally treating one group of people different from others. If you live in a republic, especially the national broadcaster, should have a non-discriminatory uh, uh, position. It shouldn't be treating certain sections of society differently from other sections of society. And secondly, if, if, if an allegation such as that is defamation, if, if, if it were you know, a, a living human being who's a citizen of this country, people have to get it into their heads that for you know, millions of practicing uh, Christians in this country, to them, this is a real individual, and therefore, in their eyes, it is defamation of the worst sort, too. And the context and the background of this is a section of society now who do believe that they are continuously, you know, at a low level, you know, being discriminated against in society. So, okay, I, I'm just, just finally in that, Michael Nugent from Atheist Ireland, I hope to have him on the show, but unfortunately I can't get him at the moment. He said, criticism, criticism or mockery of religious ideas is just as acceptable as criticism or mockery of secular ideas. People have rights, their beliefs do not. So in other, words, they, in other words, I suppose it's the old argument, you have a right to be offended, but you have a right to do anything about it. I mean, it's personal. It's never given. It's just taken, isn't it? Absolutely. And to be honest, we do live in a society where people get offended at the smallest of things, you know. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's, 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 we see the news cycle in this country and Twitter alight regularly when very small slights are given to individuals, uh, especially in the woke community. But the point of the matter is, you know, if we're going to fall over ourselves with regards uh, slights that are delivered to, to those individuals, we need to be careful about um, disrupting and, and being gratuitously, seriously offensive to millions of people in this, in this country. Nobody should have the allegation. Okay, okay so do you, ac- do you accept the apology from RTE? Although they haven't taken it down, but do you accept the apology and the fact that they well, never I, I welcome I welcome the, the apology from RTE. I think it's a good thing that they apologised. Uh, but the idea that they would still be delivering this content on their player 
makes their even with a, even with a warning. They get they have a warning. But he, like, to be honest, um, Ryan Tuberty dropped an f bomb during the um, the the late late toy show. Did but he? But he said up, oh, he said he did. It wasn't an f. It was a b. But I, but, but, <laughs> but to be honest, it was it, it was deleted by the time it got to their player. So it's not a big deal for RTE to delete this ridiculous um, right. uh, 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 sketch at this stage. It, it is an empty apology to say it was, it, they shouldn't have done it and still deliver it on their RT player. Oh, just finally, before you go, Padder, um, in relation to the schools, I've just thrown this one at you before you head off there, but I mean, obviously there's, the schools are supposed to reopen again on the 16th, or I should say the 11th of January. Um, that's the plan. But a lot of people are saying now, because the amount of cases, they should, should remain closed while we're in this phase uh, up until, a, obviously, we get out of level five. Do you believe the schools should remain closed? Well, first of all, I do think we are in a new phase. I think that the numbers have gone through the roof. Um, uh, but I would say to people to have calm heads still. Um, we have, we're still in a position where there isn't an ex- excess death rate compared to previous years for this winter. We're also in a position where there's actually far less people on trolleys in hospitals currently now than there was even last year. Uh, I'll be meeting with Norma Foley, myself, the Minister for Education, uh, on, on a webinar this afternoon to discuss this. My instinct is the government should try to keep the schools open um, as best they can. I do understand that some teachers for themselves might have people at home who have underlying conditions who are, who are elderly, and those people should be protected uh, in the future. But I would say to the government, have calm heads, relax here for a second, think this through carefully, and try to keep the schools open. Well, the last thing I think we want is children growing up with what they call education poverty. Uh, sure. Listen, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you joining us again. Thank you. Uh, Pater Tobin uh, from Ain2. Um, all right, I want to get your opinion, by the way, not on the schools for the moment. I'll come back to the schools. But in relation to comedy in general, now I mentioned, of course, Jimmy Carr there. I mentioned, if you, by the way, if you happen to see the New Year's programme, uh, what was your opinion on it? Did you think it was just satire and acceptable? Or like Pater Tobin, do you believe it goes too far? Um, and can comedy ever go too far? Uh, the question I want to know, can it go too far? I mean, I mentioned Jimmy Carr. Many other comedians will make, uh, you know, they, they perform comedy about abortion, disability, religion, rape, even the Holocaust. Nothing seems to be a no-go area for many comedians. And, you know, I, I'm probably a bit strange. I, I find dark comedy extremely funny sometimes um, because I think it can make you, some things that you're uncomfortable normally talking about, it can make you laugh at and maybe question and think about more. So I, I do believe sometimes there's a reason for good comedy. Now, I don't like cheap, crass comedy. Um, you know, for example, uh, oh, who's that guy from Blackpool again? Oh, Chubby Brown. Yeah. Now, I don't like Chubby Brown because I think he's just crass. He just uses bad language just to get laughs. I don't think his comedy is that funny. He's the old school one-liner comedy and it's just cheap comedy. But I do like Jimmy Carr. He's very clever and he's a wordsmith. And it's basically the punchline, which is the funniest part. Yes, some of his jokes may be racist. Yes, some of his jokes uh, may be, uh, you know, absolutely insensitive when he talks about disability or abortion or rape or whatever it happens to be. But I do find it funny. And I, I don't, I'm not afraid to admit that I find it funny, but some people are actually afraid to admit that. Uh, let me know what you think. Can comedy ever go too far? Let me know. Uh, the number is 87 188 Peter. How you doing, man? Happy New Year to you, Peter. You too. Uh, Peter, can comedy ever go too far? Not intentionally, I don't think, no. Right, I think, okay. I, I think comedy is a satirical way of having an open conversation and removing some of the discomfort for people. Right, okay. So is, was it okay for RTE to have a sketch about God being a rapist, essentially? Absolutely. I've no, I tell you what, the, my problem with that one, Niall, is the fact that RTE 
wouldn't have the ball to do it with anybody else. I've no time for RT whatsoever. The most biased bunch of corrupt idiots going. But okay, all right. Well, that's a whole yeah. different. That's a whole yeah, different show. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but okay. Well, but you, yeah, com- you, because com- obviously com- it's outsourced. Yeah. I didn't find it funny. I didn't. No, but personally, by the way, I saw the sketch. I didn't think it was actually that funny. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, you could see what they're trying to do. I just didn't think it was overly funny. But Waterford Whisper do have some really good stuff sometimes. Like they do have hilarious things. Yeah. That just didn't hit the mark for me. Hmm. You know, I, I, I don't think Waterford Whispers transfers well into video, to be honest with no. you. I think the written word is better for Waterford Whispers than it always has yeah. been. Uh, but in saying that, you know, should RT have apologised? Were they right? To, I mean, we have to accept that there are Christians all over the country who believe in God. And, you know, and, you know, what Patter said is right. There's no way they would have done this, say, with the Prophet Muhammad or Allah. No, no I, mean, I, I just don't think they should apologise. I'll tell, tell you another issue, Mike. I don't think they should apologise. And a lot of the people I've seen given out and screaming that should apologise are the same people who are giving out and screaming that we need free speech. You know, they need to make up their mind on that end. Do they want free speech or just free speech that they like? Yeah, but I mean, everybody agrees. Well, I, well I, I hope everybody agrees that free speech. If you don't, there's something very wrong with you. You're living in the wrong country. Well, but, 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 but yeah, well, I know, yeah. But the, the problem is, yes, you have free speech. But actually, in Ireland, under the Constitution, you don't have free speech. You have freedom of expression, which is yeah. very similar, okay? Um, but it does come with responsibility. So if you say something, you're free to say it. But you have to defend your actions and be responsible for what you say. Yeah, which is exactly your freedom of expression, which the comedy... It's a form of expression. Oh, it is, but it's an art, by the way. It's an art form. Yeah, yeah. so it wasn't done in, like like I said, I don't have an issue. I didn't find it overly funny. And um, I know, I know, like, like I'm not, I wouldn't be a religious person, but it just wasn't funny. And who's your favourite Who's your favorite comedian, by the way? Uh, I like Jimmy Carroll, like you, Sam. I, I find Jimmy very funny. I like a lot of the American comedians. Yep. Um, what about Frank? What about Frankie Boyle, who really goes over the top? Frankie Boyle is really good sometimes, and then I think when he gets overly political, he kind of gets away from. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I. The only thing, issue I have with Frankie Boyle is he tends to make comedy personal. He uses yeah. he, like I know he's recently had a go at many people, including that uh, young uh, blind child Harvey, who's the son of um, Katie Price, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's kind of made jokes about the, the child, and I, yeah, I, I think that when you make it personal against people, I think that's wrong. I kind of tend to lean more towards a lot of the American ones because I think they're a lot more they're a lot more used to having the freedoms to say what they want. Okay, well, well stay there for a second because James, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Good afternoon to you now. A happy New Year to you, James. And a Happy New Year to you. Well, I, I don't like that salutation, actually, now, because I would wish you a safe New Year. A safe New Year. It's hard to, say, it's hard to wish people a Happy New Year at the moment, isn't it? Much to be happy about. Yeah, uh, a miserable uh, New Year, I suppose. People <laughs> are out of work and out of work yeah. in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Well, but look, James, getting back to entertainment, was this sketch on RT? Did you see the sketch, James? Uh, I, I had the good fortune not to see it in Ireland. Oh, OK, OK. And, uh, but as, as a Christian, you probably wouldn't have found it funny. I'm sure. of it. I, I can see it if I wanted it, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, no, in Ireland, as you know, I'm not a man who would be easily offended, but I, I think this was uh, outrageous, actually, in Ireland. Mm. Uh, outrageous. Uh, completely unnecessary. See, uh, we must remember... Now, I'm a tough old bird, and I can take these things now, but there's a lot of elderly people in this country, and it's probably mostly the elderly now who are the most devout now. Yeah. And they're the elderly in the nursing homes. This is the only thing left to them now in the nursing homes. Their lives are running out. They're terrified of COVID. Yeah. They've had a terrible year now. A lot of people still in their homes, even around my own area, who are practically cocooning now. They're afraid to go outside the door. And that's the only thing left to them now is their few prayers. And to have to hear that now, and uh, it's coming from Mr. McGreen, that is very interesting, the man who's, who did the voiceover now. 
Well, he, it's not a voiceover. He's actually, he's visibly there reading yes, the news. I know that. Angus well, McGrady, yeah. This is a gentleman known as, who was on uh, Ryan Tuberty last year. Now, everyone probably knows that he's a member of, I'm a member of the Christian community, he's a member of the LGBT community. That's right. Yes. And he was on Ryan Tuberty, and he's an advocate for the LGBT. And he was talking about respect for his community, tolerance for his community. I, pre- I wish he would practice what he preaches now. Mm-hmm. I think that's a two-way street for a lot of people, in fairness. It's a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, well, that's the point James is making. It is a two-way street. So, in other no, words, Angus Magrina, who performed this this particular piece of comedy, or uh, obviously he's acting or whatever as a newsreader, but he is actually a newsreader, or was certainly a newsreader, Norty, that he should have the same respect, James is saying, for, you know, the, for the Christian community as he would as he would expect for the LGBT community. I agree, but I'm, I, my point is, like, the LGBT, whatever it is, that a lot of the people who would be Christian there would be would have issues with the LGBT community. And they would have been told, oh, just get on with it. And now it's been turned around and people are told, just mm. get on with it. And everybody's all offended. But- I mean, James, I could argue as well that, you know, one of my favourite RT comedies was The Savage Eye, um, um, uh, David McSavage. And he regularly, James, uh, took the piss out of the gay community. He talked about the queers. You know, you, you remember that famous sketch yeah. and, and about the queers and how they get their power from electricity yes, and yes, never no. turn your back on them. And, all, and it was hilarious. Even the gay community found it funny. Well, if the gay community said to me, Niall, that I must be tolerant and, and suck it up, I said to them, why don't you be tolerant of J.K. Rowling's opinion, Niall? When she said, to be a woman, you must be born a woman. Yeah, but she's making... That's an opinion. That's not comedy. There's a... Di- See, is, is that... Tell, okay, well, well let me ask you a question, James. Well, well, no, hang on both of you. James, it's different when you pass an opinion. Talk about being a woman. It is a woman. Okay, but that's, and that's your opinion, and you're entitled to that. I would never stop you having that opinion. But what I'm saying is, when it's satire... It's meant to be different. We get away in entertainment, be it on TV or radio or everything, when something has the label satire, it's not real. So, in other words, it should be okay. You know, you can have a laugh. You can take the piss out of people. Well, you can, I have, you can I have tell no a joke. Humor, Niall. I, I, I'm the first person who, I mean, I have no problem with Father Ted. Wouldn't be a big particular fan, but I have no problem with it. It goes to a certain level. But then why would you have an issue with this? Because Father Ted have done a lot worse. Ah, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't accuse the, the God of being a rapist, Niall, and raping the mother of God. No, 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 Niall. Uh, they don't. They, it's kind of as, as, as in uh, your previous, uh, uh, Padre Tobin, who made a very good case, uh, said, you know, it's a slapstick stuff. It's, it's acceptable enough now. There are some very conservative Catholics who would find Father Ted a little close to the wind. But this is a different level of nasty. But I remember, there was a sketch, of, well, a part of Father Ted where Dougal, or what's his name, Father Ted said to Dougal, if there's ever a question you want to ask me, you should ask me. And Dougal turned around to him and says, do you know this thing about, you know, Jesus being born and saving all the Christians and then going on the cross and dying and coming back three days later? He said, what's all that about? And I, I was the most funniest line I've ever heard. But it did bring into question Christianity. And, and it did constantly question, you know, the logic of Christianity. So I'm sure Christians were offended by it. But I, I, as I said, now I've been on your program many times about God and the existence of God. And I have no problem debating. And I like to hear a good debate about uh, whether God is there or not. And there are many people who believe he isn't now, including yourself. But it's always conducted with a reasonable amount of respect for the people who have a belief now. And you okay, okay, so, so you, do you believe, just before we go into the break, because I, I want you to hang on with James, do you believe the RT should take this down off the online player? Oh, I can assure you, as you know, I, I've always been a bit of a supporter. I'm no longer a supporter of RT now. Now, don't be ringing me anymore now asking me to support the RT. <laughs> right, okay. But, uh, but do, you, <laughs> do you believe they should take it down? 
Do you believe they should remove it from the RC player? And I thought the apology was very milky, watery apology and all. Well, only after. It took them a few days to apologise, mind you. But but stay there for a second, James. Uh, Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-008. We're talking about the New Year's Eve show on RTE where, you know, uh, the Waterford Whispers depicted, well, Angus Magrina, who was the newsreader, uh, you know, and it had the RTE sign at the top and everything, and it was meant to be RTE news, but a a kind of piss take. And and the story was, uh, with like a video to go along with it of the Garda Shea arresting God. Uh, God was played by a man with a long white beard and a long white coat being carried into there or being dragged towards the Central Criminal Court uh, being accused of sexual harassment scandals and he was accused essentially of raping Mary and impregnating her without her consent. So I want to know do you believe that was completely over the top when it comes to comedy and should Ortee remove it from their player uh, because Christians find it deeply offensive? Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 The one thing I will agree with James and Padder, Ortee wouldn't have done this to Islam. Jude, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jude? Not too bad at all, not hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. Miserable New Year to you. I, I was going to say Happy New Year to you, but miserable New Year to you because it looks like it's miserable for everybody. Uh, but Jude, getting back to this show, I don't, did you see the sketch? No, I didn't, but I was reading about it in the paper and online. Okay, so you kind of read enough about it to know what it's about. You get the general gist. And by the way, can I just say, I love comedy. It wasn't actually even good comedy. It wasn't even funny, to be honest with you. I looked I at it and kind of went, so. what's all the panic about? It's not even funny. But, but, uh, and the fact that it wasn't funny makes it worse, to be honest with you, I think. Well, I don't think so. I think some people could have taken it hilarious because um, comedy is subjective. So I'm sure there's lots of people out there who do think it was funny. I didn't myself, but... Mm. But I don't think... People say, oh, they're offended. Sure, comedy is not meant to make people feel good about themselves. It's supposed to be creative and it's supposed to be thought-provoking. That's the reason behind comedy, you know. Thought-provoking. It's, it's another slant at, or another position of looking at things around us. But like, people get offended. Jokes are never at anyone's expense. Because being offended costs nothing. So how can, how can it be at someone's expense? Well, it's at the expense... Well, well, hang on. Well, it's at the expense... James is on the other line who's a Christian and for years and still does believe in God and holds God quite dearly in his heart. And, you know, the very thoughts of somebody going on television and saying that God is a rapist, I mean, I'm sure that's offensive to him. Yeah, but it's... Yeah, but it's... How is it at his expense? It's costing him nothing to feel like that. And fair play to him. And he is totally entitled to feel about his religion and about that. Totally. I think because if we all thought the same... It would be a crap. A strange world. world, yes, of course it, it would. would. But it's costing him nothing to be offended. So it's not at his expense, other than, say, being a bit put out or, say, being a bit hard done by. What has it cost him? Okay, well, let him answer that. Sorry, James. I mean, it's cost you nothing, James. Be offended if you want to, but sure, all you've got to do is just not look at it. Well, let's see. Um, it's just Aaron, Mr. Nugent, has said in the last day or so, uh, Niall, about the Bible that he finds the Bible offensive. He said he did, yes, he finds the Bible offensive. Well, you yeah. don't have to look at the Bible, now. You don't have to buy a copy of it. But the other night, if I happened to be up, which I wasn't, I wasn't feeling well over Christmas, so I was in bed now. Oh, I hope, you, I hope you're okay, James. I'd be watching that RT thing, probably. So I would have had no choice. would have just come on now. And I would have had to see it, and that's it. So uh, that idea, that ridiculous nonsense of Mr. Nugent's, that the Bible is offensive, you don't have to read the Bible, but this was put on in the national yeah, broadcast. But, yeah, but ha- yeah, but hang on, Mr. Nugent is not calling for the Bible to be banned, either. Well, yes. No, yes, you understand what I'm saying? He's not trying to silence you. But the thing is, I, I, we, we got no choice about this out there right now. 
got no choice in it. You I mean, uh, okay, well, what Michael Nugent said, criticism or mockery of religious ideas is just as acceptable as criticism or mockery of secular ideas. People have rights, their beliefs do not. In other words, your rights have no belief. You have rights, but your, right, your beliefs don't have rights. But the thing is, Niall, uh, if you come back, as I said to our raising Mr. Magrina, being a member of the LGBT community, which are all very protected now, you do not say a word about uh, their community. Uh, as you know, they're very annoyed over the Shane McGowan song. They want that word. Now, that's r- ridiculous now. Mm-hmm. Everybody uses that word. They use it themselves. But a lot of the LGBT want that song removed from radio stations now. Mm. So they're very... And the government now are going to bend over backward to, to protect black community from any sort of type of racism, even a hint of it now. They're, 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 they're now a Manchester United player made a simple little exchange with his friend who happened to be black. He said, how are you, my black friend? He has now had a £100,000 fine and he's been banned for three matches. And uh, he's got to have to go to get educated. Yeah, but okay, so, I, and you, so, so you're making the very point that we live in a woke society where people complain about everything. And then on the other hand, you're saying, well, I want to complain about this. Uh, but I, I'm saying I want my community to protect it like that as well. If we're going down that road, now, why should that? Why would we want to go down that road at all? Sorry, well, I mean, I, I do get the point he's making, Jude. But I, I, well, that's the case. Why do we go down that road at all? Uh, but Jude, you know, if every other community is protected, for example, Jude, RTE would have never in a million years did a sketch about the Prophet Muhammad or saying that the Prophet Muhammad raped somebody or insinuated raped somebody for sexual harassment. They would never have done that. So they were rather selective in who did what. In other words, yes, they, they discriminated against Christians because they believe they're a soft target. Maybe that's what it is. But they, well, what they should do to make it all above board is all religions should be lambasted or whatever in satire. Not to go out and do anything to those people who are of that state. But everything should, it should be available for satirical so, so okay, so so do you do you believe that you know things that we hold you know which we consider to be sensitive uh, topics about say racism topics or uh, comedy should say about racism about rape about abortion about disability are those things that we always perceive to be sensitive uh, subjects are they fair game in comedy? Yeah, because there was if just so, so sensitive. That's why those things got kicked under the carpet, like the abuse and children's homes, you know, incest, you know, like all the things about the short, no matter what. Because it's too uncomfortable to talk about. Yeah, so okay, well, 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 hang on. No, I get the point that you're making. Let me just go to Caroline as well. Caroline, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Caroline? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Caroline. I mean, okay, there's two problems. There's two problems in this for you. One is, well, the religion is a problem for a lot of people, but you believe that uh, having actually a comedy sketch about rape in the first place is just not funny. Well, I think um, both. I'm equally disgusted, I have to be honest with you. Now, I must be very straight and say I didn't actually see this, but I've heard so much about it. And um, I think, um, as I said, I'm personally, I'm um, a believer in God and I am a Christian. And for me, that's highly offensive. I want to also agree with what you said, because what I was thinking was you would never see, and we saw the horrible tragedies that happened in France a few years ago. Absolutely, the Charlie Hebdo, yes, yeah. The Charlie Hebdo, which uh, I certainly would never believe by any means in going that far, but I think as Christians we need to stand up and say this is wrong and educate these people. But on the second side of that, I think to make a comedy, in inverted commas, comedy about rape, is utterly disgusting. And I really do think that somebody 
should be fired over this. I would be feeling that strong about it. Um, for people to say comedy, comedy does not fit in the same category as this, as far as I'm concerned. And again, for RTE to have left that up on player, that means, in my opinion, that's not an apology. It's like, oh, well, let's see, maybe people have heard about this now and they'll go back and look on player. Um, so- okay, can I just point out, for those who haven't heard it, it's, it's very hard to find a copy of it. And I, and I am going to warn people before I play it that I am going to play the, the audio just to get people, give people the context of what we're actually talking about. There's no bad language in it or anything like that, but it's just to give people context of what we're talking about. So, Caroline, I know you said you haven't heard it. The audio in this is not great, but it gives you a gist of it anyway. Shocking revelation this year. God became the latest figure to be implicated in ongoing sexual harassment scandals. years ago! The five-billion-year-old stood accused of forcing himself on a young Middle Eastern migrant and allegedly impregnating her against her will before being sentenced to two years in prison with a last 24 months suspended. That's the general gist for us. Okay, so he impregnated a Middle Eastern oh. migrant against her will. And there's a sketch, the, the, the sketch is a, is God, a video of God and a guard of Shia Khanna dragging him into the courts. It's, it's offensive that, even just that part, um, the whole thing, it's, it's offensive on so many levels. You know, the Middle Eastern migrant, God impregnating her. I mean, seriously, for anyone who is Catholic or Christian... Sorry, well, hang, well, hang on. Sorry, Jude, what are you... What are you anyone, well, hang on, Caroline. Hang on, Caroline. No, I can... Oh, I, 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 sorry. Sorry. sorry, Jude, what are you trying to say to Caroline? The lady says it was... It's offensive. The people who did all, say those jokes or that, they don't know the people who are watching it, so it's not personal. It's, so how can it be offensive if it's not personal? But, no but yeah, but Jude, but, yeah, but Jude, are you are you telling me? Are you telling me, Jude, when you release a sketch like that, that you don't for one minute believe that you're going to offend Christians? Well, people probably really get offended. Of course they would. Yeah, well, of course offended. they would. Yeah. It's offensive, but it's not personal. It is personal. It's not personal. It's my Savior, Jesus Christ, and Father God. Then it is personal. It's attacking my personal belief and my personal faith. And for somebody to... But your personal faith is no better than anyone else's personal faith. I'm not saying or I didn't faith. say it was better, but would you do that with Allah? Would you do that with any other religion? I think as Christians, we... People have done it. People were shot for doing it. I know, and and so why would you why would you copy that then? But I, I, I suppose the argument you just making, Caroline, at the time of Charlie Hebdo, for example, in Paris, where many people lost their lives, and that wasn't the first time, by the way, there was a, a Dutch cartoon uh, cartoonist as well lost his life, as well as many others over the years for you know uh, doing satire or producing satire based on Islam and the Prophet Muhammad. But in saying that, we argued at the time. And we fought and people went out on the streets and said, you know, just be Charlie Hebdo because they wanted free speech and the right to be able to make comedy without dying and without being killed. Uh, and that people should be allowed to produce satire and produce comedy uh, because that's their art about any subject. And, well, and, and I mentioned, I, I watched Jimmy Carr. I don't know why you've ever watched Jimmy Carr, Caroline. Uh, no, I find the man a genius vulgar for me. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fine. And, and some people, and as Jude rightly said, comedy is subjective. Everybody's different in what we view as being funny. But I find he touches on subjects uh, like abortion, like rape, like disability, like all those things. Yeah. And I find his com- comedy extremely clever. And I find it a good thing that 
we come stuff that we're very uncomfortable talking about. He can make us laugh at. But he's well, not. We're not laughing at somebody who had an abortion or somebody who was raped. No, we're laughing at the idea. I, uh, I mean, listen. Thank God is all I have to say. I've never been in a position of uh, of somebody who's been raped. But can you imagine? There wasn't an advance warning for the audiences. How many people, and especially in a time like this, where we see with COVID that we're in lockdown and that the number, the amount of abuse in homes is rising, the amount of women who are being raped, who are being sexually assaulted in homes and that there isn't really an escape at the moment. Would you really, if that was your daughter, your sister, your mother, who had been in a situation where they had experienced rape, would you call that comedy? To me, it's cold-hearted and unthinking. And um, I, I don't honestly know when a woman is held down and raped against her will, how anybody could call that comedy. I seriously doubt the morality and the heart, the sensitivity of anyone, aside from the... And it is the religious aspect as well. It's twofold that I would complain about. But for anyone to think that a woman who is held down and raped, that they can turn that into comedy is really beyond... Okay. Okay. Well, 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 hang on, Karen. I'd say that because I have to take a break and I want you to stay with me if you can. I want to take a couple more calls after the break. Keep texting. Somebody keeps texting in about the program Roots, uh, suggesting that was offensive because the N-word is used in it on a regular basis. Uh, I don't believe it's offensive for a minute. Uh, Roots is probably one of the best programs ever made. It was back in the 80s, for those who don't know, RT showed it over the Christmas period. They were, told, they were saying it was inappropriate because of what happened three days ago when a young black man was shot uh, in Dublin. I don't believe so. I think it was just scheduled. That was just purely coincidental. It was scheduled to go out at that time. Uh, the N-word is in it constantly throughout the programme you couldn't remove it because if we did remove it it takes away part of history and I think it's very important that everybody knows the history of black people and slavery and Alex Haley the book that was written Roots is probably one of the best ever books written and if anybody for one minute to suggest to censor that programme or to take that book off the shelves uh, they're deluded because then we're just denying that history even happened in the first place so no Orti we're absolutely right to show it and they should show more of those programmes I think it's very important that we see them Alright lost text coming in so he says I was raped several times by my ex-partner he was arrested and charged with three counts of rape I would find that so-called comedy very offensive and very hurtful uh, Jude is wrong to somebody else when he says it costs nothing to be offended by this it costs 160 a year to be offended by it or you go to Mountjoy says Chris well that's true you have to pay for a television license this is independent radio of course that's state broadcaster let me just go uh, because I watched a video the other day of Mass ironically enough and Father Sean Mulligan uh, was the man and he was calling for people to complain to RTE in relation to this now to, to be fair this was just before RT had actually apologised. Um, and say there, Caroline, if you can. Uh, Father Sean Mulligan yeah, joins me on the air. Uh, Sean, good afternoon to you. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, uh, Sean, I did watch the video, actually. Uh, the, somebody sent me a little clip of the video of you asking people to complain to RT or suggesting almost a boycott or not pay your television licence if they didn't apologise. Are you happy with the apology? Uh, no, I, I'm not. Uh, no, uh, I, uh, to be honest, I find it a wee bit insulting. The apology, I don't take it as sincere at all. Well, the uh, fact that it's still up there on the player. Yeah, it's up there on the player. Um, I know they've said they've attached a warning to it. It's a pretty weak warning. Um, uh, just if they, were sinc- if they were sincere about uh, their, in their apology, that, that clip would have been removed. Uh, it hasn't been. Yeah, and to be honest, I just, feel it's, I just feel it's a complete insult to Christians uh, that they think that, that, that we would just accept 
accept that that weak apology no more than their last weak apology when they were caught out having having a party. Mm. Um, well, then, I guess, yeah. Uh, so uh, no, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be happy with it at all. Okay, so you 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 still stand your ground. You're saying to people that they could should continue to complain to the broadcasting authority and to RTE. They've already received yeah, well, over a thousand complaints. Honest, uh, my understanding is that the broadcasting authority have never held up a complaint against RTE. So I, I, I don't know. Well, uh, they have. I, I can tell you, they have held up. They have well, upheld complaints, but maybe not on religious grounds. Past, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. From from what my understanding, what have uh, uh, looked into in the last two years, whatever amount of complaints have been lodged haven't been upheld, uh, and so. I don't well, know. Bit, well, I know I would disagree with you, Sean, because I'm working in radio. Obviously, we have to deal with complaints as well, and you know, and many. Thankfully, we haven't had a complaint upheld; they've all been rejected. But I have looked on RTE on the site of the complaints, and some complaints do get upheld against RTE, against News Talk, against us as a radio station. Um, we've had complaints upheld in the past. Uh, not this particular show, thankfully, but other shows. So they, they do get upheld from time to time. Uh, but not always. They do err on the side of audience expectation. And I think that was what they would have been saying in relation to this. Is I, I'm predicting the outcome of a complaint that they would say audience expectation, Waterford whispers, people know it's satire. And, you know, can comedy go too far, in your opinion? Yes, you believe so, Sean. Yes, uh, there, is, there, there's, there is a line there uh, that uh, and RTE have crossed it, not just on this occasion. RTE have crossed it on a number of occasions. Uh, their own standards in broadcasting, and not just talking in comedy or satire, I'm talking about in broadcasting news. Uh, they have crossed the line uh, on a number of occasions. Uh, of impartiality. Not, not, not remaining impartial. And mm. stuff as a broadcaster uh, and pushing pushing a very specific agenda. Oh, well, I wouldn't uh, disagree with you on that now, I'd be, I'd be honest with you. I think everybody would agree so, with that. Like, uh, I don't know. I just think it's about time now in this country that we stood up and said enough's enough. Uh, you know, like, we've been pushing this anti-Christian mm-hmm. agenda for a number of years now. So why should we be forced uh, to uh, financially support RTE at this stage? I think that tax for want of a better word, should be removed at this stage. Let RTE stand on their own two feet or fall on their own two feet. Uh, yeah. We shouldn't be there supporting them at this stage. They have okay. clearly they have clearly set out an agenda uh, which we cannot support and we shouldn't be forced legally to support it either. Uh, and just by the way, just before, just before I go as well, but Caroline, I know you're still on the air. Caroline, have you, yeah. made, have you made a complaint to RTE? Are you going to... I have signed the petition, and yes, I am, and I'm actually sending out requests for other people, as I have also received, and Sean, and you may have received as well, uh, notifications from people on the process of, of uh, going to RTE about being offensive, so offensive, horrendous. And not just from a religious point of view, obviously you believe from, from a person who is, you know, from a rape victim point of view, not yourself personally, yeah, but no, from rape myself, victims. Yeah, but for anybody else. And that uh, lady who was brave enough to um, text into you to say that she had previously been raped by her partner, which was a very brave step for her to take. Um, and I commend her for that. 
but on behalf of Christianity, and I am um, an evangelical Christian, and I do believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Saviour, and I believe in Father God, and I have to say... And, and, by, and by the way, that's fair enough, and, and I've admitted on the air before, I'm an atheist, but I do believe I, I, I do believe you can offend people, of course I do believe that, and yeah. I respect your religion, I don't have to respect their religion, but I respect your that's right to okay. have a religious that's view. Okay. But, but, okay, but can I ask you, just finally, sure. to both of you, sorry, I'll ask Sean first, Sean, should RT say show Father Ted, or the life of Brian, or who, who absolutely mock religion, uh, are they okay? Are they acceptable? Uh, I'll be honest now, again, uh, I'll be honest, I don't watch RTE personally. It, it was only, uh, this was only drawn to my attention because of the number of people who contacted me about mm. this. But have you, have you personally because, seen Father Ted? Uh, I know, I would have seen Father Ted. To be honest, I think there is, again, where the line is, we're talking here, uh, Father Ted uh, isn't a direct, isn't a, a direct attack or, or blasphemy against uh, the divinity of God. Or right. against, yeah. or against, or it's against slapstick. Uh, yes, or against our, 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 I suppose our, our beliefs, our strong-held beliefs. It's a. Uh well, I mean, the life of Brian, which is a very famous comedy by Monty Python, depicts you know Jesus on the cross. Well, Brian is his name, obviously. We know yeah, that. No, yeah, singing. I, I, I believe that crossed the line. I won't believe okay, that crossed so, the yeah. line. I, I, so, but, um, the, but then we're then we're into a situation, and, and I'm not disagreeing with you about the the, the clip the other night. Uh, I, you know, if I was a Christian, I would find it deeply offensive. Uh, mm. But in saying that, we do get into a situation, Father Sean, and I'll say this to you as well, Caroline, where we get into a cancel yeah. culture, which is basically where I don't like something, so we should cancel it. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I'm not trying to, to the extent, but my point is we shouldn't be forced to fight. If RTE want to go down that road, and they have gone down this road for a long time now, fine. But let them support that themselves. We should not yeah. be forced to financially support RTE in this direction that they are going. Uh, yeah. let, them, let them stand on their own two feet and go down that road themselves and see how far they go. Okay. Uh, we shouldn't be supporting them in it. All right, well, listen, I, I, I've run out of time. Listen, thank you very much, Nina. I appreciate you coming on the air. Father Sean Mulligan from Carrick McCross Parish. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.